This segment brought to us by Manchester Mayor Ted Gatsis. The city's undergoing a renaissance, and he says he's got a blueprint that will harness that energy and improve the future. He wants to do more. Yes, he does when it comes to infrastructure. He calls it paving the future, touting his annual road replacement fund and all of the money that's been committed. Unprecedented levels, he says. He's a man with a blueprint and a track record. Ah, and a track record. Yeah, that's the kind of a, you know, even people who don't like him have got to admit that his track track record record is what it is. And I have heard that a little bit on the campaign trail. It's like, you know what? Because people do, they get they get they get fatigued, you know. After a while, they, yeah, you they, stop fighting. Just, people start looking for change, but I can't tell you how many times they've heard. But the change in this case would be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, but the mayor is also uh, uh, pointing to efforts to invest and improve in parks and public spaces. Learn more about the mayor's uh, uh, efforts or proposals to um, improve the city's infrastructure as part of his twelve-point plan at tedgatzis.com/plan. That's tedgatzis.com/plan. If I could make a Gatz's point. Sure. You know what happens when you elect a liberal as a mayor? Uh, Oftentimes the liberals use that position to be a, a trumpet against Trump. Yeah. You know, they're like, uh, I yeah. declare us a, a, a sanctuary city. They yep. take their mayorship. Instead of doing all the nitty-gritty work, the potholes and the police and all that, yep. instead of doing that, the hard, you're like, Let's, what's, what does our bond rate look like? They go for the national politics. You know, right. that's the sad part about this. And you see mayor after mayor after mayor make that mistake. Yeah. Well, and, Liberal and, mayors. and, and you know, Gatsis, I mean, Gatsis has been attacked by Joyce Craig because he didn't join other mayors and locally elected officials pledging to follow the Paris Climate Accords. I, I There's an example. Rest my case. There you go. Oh, oh she's bringing in all these sanctuary city mayors and governors to uh, support exactly, her campaign. That's exactly but she what says, happened. we're not going to be a sanctuary city. OK. Yeah. Sorry. Right, we've already done Ward uh, 7. We're going over the union leaders' um, uh, answers to the union leaders' questionnaires. Um, now we're into Ward 8 on the tax cap. John Cataldo, I would not vote to override the tax cap outside of reasons of public safety. I hope he explains that because you've got Jim Burkish in Ward 9 saying the same thing. And in their minds, adequate pay, or in Burkish's mind, because he said it here, adequate pay for our firemen and police are part of public safety. Which means Contract. now I've I've talked to John Cataldo. I know what he means by public safety, and it's not a pay raise for the unions, mm-hmm. which is why they're opposed to him and they're supporting his opponent Betsy DeVries, who said we need to keep an eye on the bottom line. Every budget needs to be carefully and thoughtfully reviewed for priorities and efficiencies. I would always hope to work within the spending limits and would only consider more if critical services were getting slashed. That's a fancy way of saying, no, she's not going to uphold the tax cap. All right. Question number two. um, (laughs) Do you support eliminating health benefits? Uh, Cataldo, a one-word answer, yes. (laughs) DeVries, today, Alderman paid a stipend of $5,000 a year. Actually, it's four now. Uh, this This is fair as a stipend though not excessive if you are properly attending to the duties of alderman. I never took health insurance in the past, and I will review this and all other accounts looking for savings for the taxpayer. Uh, You should have followed suit with Cataldo, Betsy. No. Uh, One word answer will do. Uh, On the opioid uh, crisis, Cataldo says promote rehabilitation programs that emphasize following up with addicts and staying in contact with them once they leave a program. A balanced approach that gives police the tools they need and the same uh, uh, time encourages therapy. 
DeVries, since safe stations are a cry for help, opening a safe station at rehab facilities would assure trained professionals intervene quickly. Well, right now you go to a fight, you go to a firehouse and they within 14 minutes are bringing you either to Serenity Place for your detox or the hospital for your health. Okay, I mean, it's an idea. Um, On the uh, changing of the charter to uh, have penalties for violating it by elected officials, uh, (laughs) Cataldo, absolutely, there should be a real threat of losing one seat right now. Referrals to the conduct committee are just a formality that are not taking serious. Uh, seriously enough and the Vries, i think it's an important issue to review i would need to see the wording of the proposed amendment to ensure it does what it should do easy vote there uh yeah and on the salary scales cataldo says yes it has to be replaced the current it's the current salary index has gone too far astray of its original intent the language of Decker is not tight enough or clear enough blah 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 the Vries, salary scales always need to be reviewed to ensure we are Competitive with the other communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll just say, no. School board, we've already kind of done that one. Lahu supports the tax cap. One word answer on the benefits. Yes, he will vote to, he, he will vote to eliminate. Um, most important issue facing the district. I'm sorry, redistricting. Do you, she says, yes. But she goes on, and I actually agree with this answer. Simple redrawing of our school boundaries at the elementary level will not, however, reduce class sizes as all of our elementary schools currently have class sizes at or near capacity. That is not a space issue, by the way. We need to re-envision what we would like our district to look like and from there develop a plan for our schools. Lahu on redistricting, yes, it is a must. The distribution of our resources is out of line with, and redistricting will help put resources where they need to be. That is a, a solid answer. And then what is the number one issue facing the district? Eric O'Connor says education. Education has a significant impact on the economy of our city. We need to re-envision our district and develop a plan for aligning our schools with that vision. We need to develop a budget that is focused on improving student achievement. There we are, back on the budget. How about we figure out what we're doing before we start talking about the budget to do it? And create a plan to secure that funding from all sources. As long as it's more. Uh, Lahu <laughs> had an interesting answer. Many of the BOC, many of the board policies focus on the top 20% and the bottom 20% said, yes, these students are important, but all too often it leaves the middle 60% forgotten or unnoticed. We need to gear all of our students um, for life, not necessarily for higher education, focus on the basics as well as workforce, opportunity, awareness, personal finance, and business development. And you do have a student prepared for either workforce or education. Whoa. Yeah. And he's really big. He's been endorsed, I think, by the Associated Builders and Contractors because of his talk about elevating trade education yeah. not just as an alternative for you know problem children but um as a viable thing that will help kids develop skills in an area where you have a 1.5 million unfilled job opportunities currently with the graying of the, the pay well of the interest yeah you're always going to need the carpenter the plumber the welder the electrician all those people um so now on to ward nine and this is i'm going to get myself in trouble here oh on the tax cap, incumbent Barbara Shaw. I'm going to preface this answer by saying she has now twice voted in two years to override the tax cap. And every time there's been a tax cap override vote, there's been at least one, and I think two others. She has voted to do that. So would you uh, override the tax cap? And if so, under what circumstances? I would consider an override only in extreme emergency situation. And if all members of the board, including the mayor, were in agreement that the residents of the city were in need or danger, 
in the event of a major catastrophe or national natural disaster event. Barbara's explanation now is that she's learned how upset people are on the fiscal matters, and so she will honor that if reelected. Yeah, right. <laughs> Burkish, he's pretty much saying, no, he won't uphold the tax cap. We will make our decisions. Considering our basic needs with respect to the tax cap, I would vote to override to maintain essential services we provide, quality education, police, fire, public works. And the, so in other words, since we have to provide everything. We have Eddie in Manchester on the line. Good morning, Eddie. Hey, good morning, Rich. Hey, Rich, let me ask you and add a quick question. What do you do if you live in Wood 9, okay? I mean, you've got a choice there. Bab Shaw, she's got her faults, and you've got Burkish, who, who basically has come out and said, uh, you know, he's obsessed with fairness for the firefighters. I mean, what do you do if, if you're a conservative? Where do you go what night? Um, tough question, Ed, uh, because, uh, yeah. uh, you know, while I think yeah. the taxpayers have a better shot with Barbara, I, I'm, I'm relatively convinced that her deathbed conversion on these matters is, is uh, genuine. Uh, and I say deathbed conversion yeah. because she's yeah. in mortal. She's she's you know she's one of the incumbents that is uh, in a real fight for for the seat. Um, I'm going to give her partial credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you've got that, but her deathbed conversion is is pretty much at odds with her record, especially over the last term. Um, although she did hold the line on the fireman's contract, I'll give her credit for that. Yeah. But uh, but Burkish, but Burkish is at least being honest with people about what he's going to do and why. And so, you got the guy who's going to do it versus the person who has done it and but says they will do it no more. Honestly, Eddie, I gotta I gotta throw a coin up in the air. I, I can't give any guidance on this one. Shaw and hope it's yeah, close. All right, Maybe she'll learn her lesson. Yeah. Okay. Ed, Ed, Ed now says Shaw and hope it's close because she's learned her lesson. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. We'll go with that. All right. Have a nice day. All right. That's Eddie. And we'll take your calls, too, at 606-6762. On the benefits, should they be eliminated? Barbara, who has taken the benefits now, says yes, even though they're paid for out of the uh, alderman's stipend. That's just the 20%, uh, not counting claims. She says, I have already begun the process of opting out of the benefits plan. Burkish said he would grandfather the current recipients and not provide benefits moving forward. So on the... Um, Both op- answers sound reasonable. Yeah. On the opioid, uh, on the opioid crisis, um, Barbara says, emphasis on, pre- on prevention in young people. It's already begun. Incentives and opportunities for young people to have jobs to get positively involved in the community. She feels strongly we need to get tougher on the dealers, the predators that lure others to drug use, and on the repeat overdose offenders. This is interesting. She's taking a page out of Bobby O'Sullivan's book in Ward 2. We must stop the game of repeated revival with Narcan, people who have no intention of becoming drug-free and continually OD and promote drug use should be prosecuted and jailed. So Barbara taking a tough line on that, which frankly might be enough for me to say, okay, she should be reelected. And... um, Chief Burkish, former Fire Chief Burkish, we must focus on prevention. Our children need to be taught about the dangers of addiction at an early age. That's it. Lead it to the schools. There needs to be a greater financial commitment from state and federal governments. Over 60% of safe station patients are not from the city. Other communities need to provide services for their residents. Manchester is burdened with the cost of crime, straining our police, fire, health departments. So both pretty reasonable answers there, though I like that Barbara's drawing a tough line on the repeat overdoses. John, it's uh, we have John on the line. John, make it quick because I still got to get through a couple uh, answers here before I hit the clock. 
Rich, real quick, I just don't know if I heard you right this morning. Did you say somebody on the Board of School Committee was claiming that an elected position to the Board of School Committee is a full-time employed position? Uh, yeah, that's what Erica Connors has said in both her answers to the union leader and to the concerned taxpayers of Manchester to justify the continued provision of health insurance benefits uh, to elected officials, which, of course, she takes. Where she punch your time Thank card. you for clarifying that. That's just laughable. Yeah, yeah. where she punch your time card, says Ed. Thanks for the call, John. Um, on the uh, charter questions, this is kind of an interesting one because Barbara, she would definitely be open to that type of amendment, says someone who actually voted in violation of the charter on a contract covering her daughter. Additionally, I strongly urge more clarity in the language of the conflict of interest session. Burkish says, yes, he would support amendment to clarify the charter. And he has gone on record saying he will not vote on firemen's contracts because his son, TJ, is a firefighter covered by the contract. So finally, this morning um, on the question of Yarger Decker, the city's pay scale, uh, Barbara Shaw says she definitely would uh, um, get rid of it. It won't be easy, but modifications are necessary and possible. That would find a compromise, which is satisfactory, blah, blah, blah. Using numerical amounts for pay increases rather than percentages is a good starting place, says Shaw. Across the board, pay increases, percentages raised the top salaries much higher than the lower tier on the scale. Burkish, Yager Decker has been in each collective bargaining agreement for nearly 20 years. It can be the subject of negotiations and modified only a both parties agree we need to be realistic and careful with this goal to ensure the result is not more expensive which is not an unreasonable concern given how the city typically gives the store away to the unions but it um i I would be i would be shocked if burkish um and maybe he would be but he's not coming out and saying it needs to be changed he's just saying it needs to be negotiated um without saying he needs to uh, you know, wh- wh- whether or not it should be negotiated out. So there it is, folks. We'll have this article as well as the stuff we referenced from the concerned taxpayers of Manchester um, put forward uh, with these archives at com. We'll be back with Judy Lubier of Seniors Helping Seniors New Hampshire in our Caring for Seniors segment uh, right after this break for traffic, weather, and sports.